The following thoughts, opinions, stories, and expressions are meant for those who will appreciate them. If you don't, we hope you keep an open soul to encounter another here on 34 Questions. Peace. In three, two, one. What's going on, folks? Welcome to 34 Questions. I'm your host, 34, and tonight I have a very special guest. Scarlett J. Searsha is in the building. How you doing, Scarlett? <laughs> I'm good. I'm so good. How are you? Doing well, doing well. Uh, I wanted to thank you again for, for making time and stopping by the podcast. I know it's not easy for everyone to, to open up, so just for you to give it a chance. I definitely appreciate it. And um, for the folks out there who are unfamiliar with the flow of the show, we do some intro questions, some warm-up questions just to set the tone. And um, after that, we'll jump into the main interview where... Scarlett, you can choose your own numbers, or if you'd like, we can also jump into the Wheel of Fate. And then after the main interview, we'll close it out in the final stretch with some closeout questions. Sound good to you, Scarlett? Okay. Yep, sounds good. All right. Well, my very first question for you is, how have you been? feel like we're li living in crazy times, been especially crazy couple of years. Um, you've been doing well, been doing great. How you been lately? Um, yeah, definitely feel like we're in crazy times and it's been, it's been up and down equally. Um, some of the isolation was good because I was able to focus on some of my businesses and, and brands and, and that was good. And I was able to come up in my life a little bit, but it was definitely bad because I mean, the whole COVID thing sucked. I got it. My son got it. I lost a lot of people. Um, this past couple of years, isolation started to hit <laughs> at some point and it drove me crazy um, because I don't know how it was for anybody else, but to be left alone every day in your own thoughts, especially if you're somebody that's like super unhealed, can be a bit much. So um, as of today, today, <laughs> today was a pretty good day, but literally like throughout a week is really up and down so it's just i guess depends on the weather the wind i don't know <laughs> the moon it just goes up and down it's a lot of factors it's a lot of factors <laughs> and yeah you know i'll be thinking sometimes uh, it's, it's a balance you know uh there are gonna be it's never gonna be like all high or all low you know um yeah. So yeah i definitely i definitely understand i think you know for me personally there's a, I, I, I've done a lot of reflecting and, you know, I'm, I used to think I was an extrovert until, you know, it, all the closure started happening and it felt like I was more comfortable with being inside than most people. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I was like, okay, maybe I wasn't an extrovert at all. <laughs> uh, or but, an ambivert. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, you could have been both. Yeah. M maybe. And. I don't know, maybe that also kind of like ties into my whole idea of balance. You know, it's like maybe sometimes I, I'm extroverted, sometimes I'm introvert. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I, go, you go know ahead. what I realized as far as that, because I was considered an extrovert, but then I realized that I was an introvert too, which maybe I'm an ambivert. But you know, I also think it depends on like the family that you grew up in and the environment you grew up in. Because if you grew up in a fast environment, it kind of pushes you out there and forces you to be an extrovert and you believe that about yourself. But then having all of this time to self-reflect and you realize like oh i actually don't like being around people this is 
it's, it's kind of like a part of you want to go out for specific things, but you don't mind not having to show up to a lot of things. That's what I felt like when we had to shut down, but I was actually kind of happy to not have to be a part of a lot of things. It's just some of the things though made me feel kind of lonely, like being around people that you actually want to be around and environments that you actually want to be around. But for the most part, I realized I was pretty introverted myself. Sure, I, I feel you. Was and if you don't mind me asking, what's one thing that you had missed? You know, during because I feel, I know we're not fully back, but you know we're we're kind of taking those steps there. But is there anything that you were missing that you can kind of see is like available now to you? For for me personally, it was uh, concerts and music events, which you know not everybody feels comfortable being in a in a room with a bunch of people. <laughs> uh, but yeah. yeah, I mean, for, so for yourself, anything you missed that you kind of see coming back? Yeah, it's the, yeah, it's the same thing. Um, so this is where the extrovert part come out. It's just the times that I feel energetic and I. I like myself this day. I think I look nice this day. I have a lot of energy this day. I want to be out and I want to be around people, but I couldn't. And also I'm single. And so a couple times I wanted to just be hugged up somewhere and I couldn't, so. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah, so that's that's what I missed during the COVID shutdown thingy. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, let, let's jump into some, some more warm-up questions here. Uh, the okay. first one is, what would you like the audience to know about you? For for the folks out there who don't know, this is the first time we're talking, so I'll be I'll be learning with y'all too. Uh, what would you, what would you like the audience to know about you? So um, <laughs> I thought about this. I'm like one of those type of people that I hate having to sit and talk about myself because it makes me so uncomfortable. Am I oversharing? Am I undersharing? I'm always in my head, and I'm just like, maybe I could talk about my accomplishments, but is that really sharing who I am as a person like I don't know um but that's what I'm gonna do because <laughs> that's just the best thing that's in my life right now um so things to know about me I am now an award-winning singer songwriter and that's amazing that's <laughs> a super amazing accomplishment and I, I mean I feel like that's something that a lot of people should know because wow I mean how many people can say that um and I am a newly published author with another book coming out. And I think also that's amazing. Like if you just knew my backstory and all the things that I went through to just get to these places, these things for me, when I do get down and depressed and think life is, what is the point? I look at these things like, I mean, look what you've done though. This is amazing. So, um, and, um, I started my own publishing company, and so I think that's amazing. <laughs> so sure, for sure, that's sure. something to know about me, I guess. All right, all right. Now, th- thank you for for sharing. Um, I do want to ask you some stuff about what you just mentioned. First off, is your book. Uh, where can we find it? What's it called? What's it about? Yes, so it's on Barnes and Nobles. I'm actually a co-author. My teenager son is the main author. It's called Froetry and Affirmations, and it's it's a children's book, and it's about the Afro hair. Um, my son has he he went to a predominantly white school, and. I taught him to grow up to be proud of who he is. But in middle school, you know, it's kind of different when you got 
you know, preteens and teenagers coming at you. And, and that's kind of the point where everybody goes through like um, some low self-esteem issues. And he was challenged about his hair and, and people asked questions about it. And then I remember him coming home and asking to do things different to his hair. And then I'm, and I asked him, well, like, what is, why? Why do you want to do that? And then when he mentioned things that people said, Instead, I'm just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Instead of doing that, <laughs> how about let's embrace it, let's talk about it, and let's share it. And then so um, we wrote about it. And so it's just a book of affirmations and poetry, but that's why it's called Froetry and Affirmations, and it's just celebrating the black hair. And it's in, it's in Barnes & Nobles. For sure, for sure. That's what's up. Uh, hopefully I can mm-hmm. put a link in the description for, for any folks interested. Um, that's, that's, yeah, I can that. That's dope. Uh, do you is the next project a top secret thing, or could you kind of give us a little preview? Oh, no. So um, the next book is called Scarlosophy, and it's just pretty much my philosophy and and thoughts in life. Because, like I told you, I'm super opinionated, and I have some controversial thoughts. And so I started on Google Reads writing my own quotes and then people started quoting me around the world. And I'm like, wow. So then I decided to take that and turn it into a book. And I'm just like, you know, I have to have a disclaimer because I'm just like, you know, some of these thoughts are, they're just ideas in my own personal thoughts. And it's not, you know, I'm not liable for (laughs) whatever it may cause you, but it is a lot of things in there, mostly um, for women empowerment and feminism and things like that. Some of it is about racism because I've experienced some racist shit and, um, and I'm pretty outspoken about some of my thoughts. So yeah, it's just a book of philosophy and my own philosophy. So should come out in November. Wow. That, that's pretty soon. All right. Uh, it sounds like this is probably also the time this episode might get released. So I'll, I'll add, add that link as well. And, uh, okay. And my other question is about your music. Uh, I, sorry, I personally haven't heard anything you've made, but <laughs> it's okay. where can I find and what song should I check out first? If you're going to give me give me one. <laughs> uh, well, I'm on all major platforms, Spotify, um, Deezer, Napster, Tidal. You can find me on um, YouTube. I think I have some music on um, Instagram, but yeah, any any one of those um sites you could find me um i don't as far as choosing a song my personal favorite song is called scarlet's letter um because it's it's kind of a personal song and i wrote it and it took a year to get the heart to um bring it out because of the subject as i mean it was kind of like a passerby subject but it was pretty much talking about finding a mate and being with somebody but it's hard for me because i was sexually um assaulted when I was younger and I have problems with opening up and I I guess I walk through life always feeling like um that I can't relate to people especially men and so that for me is my favorite song and I think you should check it out and it has a lyrical video to it but a lot of people um seem to like my other song uh called Autumn Reminds Me of You it's a really feel-good nostalgic seasonal type of song so you could check that out Will do, will do, and I just want to say thank you uh, for sharing that part of you. Uh, honestly, that's not stuff that I, I think you know my guests would be comfortable with. So I just really wanted to say thank you for for sharing that. Um, let's uh let's move on to the second uh, warm up question here, and um, it's if I were to to do something in your honor, 
uh, a way to express the energy you possess, what could I do? Um, I think it would be super cool to sit with a stranger and listen to their story. <laughs> if you could go sit with a stranger, um, somebody unlikely, like not an easy like situation, not like a pretty girl or a cool guy that has like, you know, some swag or something, somebody unlikely and really listen and hear their story and give them time to be heard in honor of me. That would be, that would be kind of dope. <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, uh, um, now we know, now we know what we could do, do for you. Uh, you know, I, I created this question because often times we, we never get to ask our close friends or loved ones, you know, what we could do until it's too late, you know. Uh, but now, now I feel like everyone that is close to you knows that we should go and speak to someone new and give them time and listen. Uh, yeah, I think that's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and then my last question for you in the warm up is on a scale from one to 10, how well do you know yourself? <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that is a question. It's a question. Um, well, I'll give myself a 10 for knowing that I know nothing. <laughs> like, I'm aware that I am confusing to myself and I have no idea who the hell I am, what I'm doing. I just have ideas and then I, I, I follow my ideas and my dreams, but to the core of it, I don't know. I have no idea. So, so completely knowing myself, it will probably be a one. Knowing that I don't know myself will be a ten. I'm I'm aware of it. So, for sure, I think, you know, I think that's pretty wise of you. You know, like, I think people who think they know themselves are are giving themselves too much credit. You know, uh, and it sounds like <laughs> you're you're coming from the other side, other side of the the spectrum. And it's not that I don't think you you know you know your situation. I'm just saying. Maybe you're discrediting yourself a little bit, um, but who who am I to say? I don't know shit either. So, <laughs> um. I, I think for that the reason why is because I think because I, I really the reason why I was kind of nervous about this because some of these questions I think about these things all the time, like every day. I think about so much every day, and the reason why I feel like I don't know myself because I feel like a lot of people spend the majority of their life being conditioned versions of themselves, like what their parents wanted from them, from them, being a woman, being black, being a black woman, your environment, and all of these things create a person that's not even you. Because when I sit and listen to like who I am privately and quietly, I feel like it's the opposite of what I was raised to be. And I, and I get confused about that. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know who I am, you know? Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. Um, and since you brought that up, this is a question. This is a conversation I've had with my homies. But in in, in your experience and the, the people you kind of come across with in your everyday life, how what percentage of people do you think are faking the funk? You know, or wearing a mask or has it all? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like so we I have these like deep in-depth conversations with my son too I think majority of people and I I thought about this to the extent like you know what I kind of feel like 98% of the people died never fully knowing who they are what they really wanted 
and what their purpose was. Because a lot of people chase things based on money, fame, um, recognition. And, and ha I, I truly believe that every person has their own unique calling, but nobody takes the time to figure it out because life people pressure people and times of the essence you're getting older for women when are you getting married when are you gonna have children when are you gonna get a house and you never have the time to just shut up and sit quietly and figure out who you are and sometimes maybe people do take the time to try to figure out who they are but they don't like it so they have to create something else that they like because when these things reach like surface level they're like oh my god like i don't want to know this about myself i'm not ready to explore this and so yeah, I think most people wear a mask and can't face their self or don't have the time or don't want the time because it's scary. Is there, do you think there's a way to to change that? Or is it kind of like a losing battle, you know? If, if I were going to tell, like, you know, this platform for me is my way of taking my mask off and putting my walls down. Um, but, you know, not everybody has that for themselves. So is it... Is it almost impossible to kind of get people to be on the same page about it? Like, yo, we don't have to do that and we could kind of be ourselves and it's okay to be that way. But there's I, so much pressure. Oh, go ahead. I don't know. I think that people can do it. I think like I, I still struggle with it, but the way that I do it is like a lot of times in my life, I get embarrassed a lot, but I get embarrassed because I don't follow social norms. And then I have to talk to myself like, it, it, embarrassment is not even a real thing because it's still based off of somebody else's perception, somebody else's ideas and what people think is cool, not cool, normal, not normal. So I think the thing is you kind of have to embarrass yourself a lot and you have to be like brutally honest no matter what it is. And and, and it's, I guess it really is, I, I know that it's super embarrassing. Like I've been in situations where I had to say like, you know, maybe I talk too much or I don't, or I'm kind of probably neurotic. I don't know. And, but then, I, and then it goes where I'm like, maybe I'm justifying, maybe I'm not neurotic. And I think that I'm neurotic because of the stigmas and what the world decide is normal and not normal. I don't know. So, um, the people that come in my life, I've, I'm always like this. So you have some people that'll say, you usually pierce through people's souls like this and can't deal. And then some people are just like, wow, you think on a whole nother level, do you get high? I'm like, no, but I kind of find it disturbing that nobody else does this. And it makes me feel like I'm alone. Like, how are you not concerned about who the hell you are? What are you doing? Like, what is the purpose of life? Like, fuck all of this fame and social media and shit. Like, do you, are you not concerned that you're literally here and how you've begun and what you're supposed to be doing? Like, that is a pressing fucking issue, I think. For sure. For so sure. I just think people just need to just kind of fall and fail publicly all the time to the point where they become numb and it's not embarrassing anymore. And then they're free to be their self. And it's like, oh, that person is always like that. She's always saying some fucked up shit or doing some weird shit. And the first is weird, but then it's just so you. So it's just like, just publicly be you. The fuck up version too. That's that's what I think. Anyway. No, I got you. I'm with you there. Uh, and you, you mentioned your son was a teenager, right? Yeah, he's 14. So in his generation, I, I actually just had this this uh, conversation with my previous guest, but um, which, what differences do you see in his generation versus, you know, the ones we kind of grew up in? Dang, he's right here and I want to, he's busy. I really want to ask him, but <laughs> do you uh -huh. mind? <laughs> 
say the question again i'm sorry yeah um so i was, I was asking your mom uh what what differences in your generation are there versus the ones that you've probably seen in older generations because i work with high school students and um you know i always try to pick their brain about how they view the world and you know what they want to do in it so for for you what what do you think is the differences between the generation you're in versus the ones that came before you like the thing that told you about my upbringing and stuff well uh for one thing technology wasn't really like a big thing like it is nowadays and uh I guess more people had more social interaction with people instead of always looking down at their phones. During your time. Yeah, my time, people's looking down at their phones, but in the past, more people just goes up and talk to you. Uh, if you could, but when we talk about this, you always say that you wish you were born in my time because you can't relate to this time. So, because I'd prefer to talk to people than be down on my phone. But besides that, though, like, when we talk about... Um, when I tell you about my upbringing and how my life was and being outside or just I, I noticed that you said a couple times that like the way that even like the girls your age or the kids your age that you can't relate to this kind of superficial life like these these people being like really stuck up and superficial and we didn't have I mean obviously we had mirrors and stuff but we just had too much of a life to care about the things that people care about now. You want to touch on that, or do you mind if I ask on that? Oh no, 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 absolutely. Yeah, go, go for it. I don't know about that. No, <laughs> sorry. No, no, it's Not fine. It's all good. It's all good. Maybe, maybe another day, another time. Uh, I can, I can interview him. Uh, but yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, I wanted to ask you before we we got into the numbers is. Uh, what would you say is your favorite thing about your personality? Um, I think I really like the fact that I am super honest. Like, there's a lot of things I actually do not like about myself, but that, like, people can rely on that. I'm a super wishy-washy, um, inconsistent person, but that is the consistency. You can always count on me being honest like it's kind of hard like if you ask me a question i don't know what it does but it's like a it's like a physical reaction or i can't i just i have to tell you the truth so but i've learned that sometimes my truths are harsh i guess i, I told you i don't I, in some boundaries and filters i don't i i can't relate to so i don't know i've gotten better because my son had to pull me to the side like oh my you can't say that to people <laughs> Ooh, you need to think before you speak so now i just say before you ask me my truth just know i'm gonna give it to you raw like i'm not really a beat around the bush type of person but but that's that's the thing i like about myself you can always count on my honesty for sure for sure i i, I definitely appreciate that you know as a, as a person for me i think it's you know i'm, I'm an i feel like I'm, i have the nice guy label and so Honesty for me is like if there's nothing nice I can say, I'd rather not say it. So when when I, I come across people who are honest, I, I really admire that because that's something I don't possess. You know, it's not something like I know the importance of being honest, and I wish I could be. But then I'm always thinking like I I overthink and I I be thinking about how can I 
I don't want to say sugarcoat it, but say it, you know, it's not what you say, but how you say it. So I over tend to overthink and try to find a nicer way of like maybe giving them a hard truth, you know? Uh, so I don't think that's how does that feel for you. It, um, uh, it's a challenge, you know, I don't, I don't think yeah. I, I've uh, mastered it yet. Um, and you know, one thing I've noticed is that like, if it was something where I'll relate this to work, like in the workplace and someone kind of like does something that I disagree with, uh, then in, for me, the way I work around it is that I try to keep it a real one-to-one thing. You know, I'm not going to ever call out somebody with other people in, in front of each other. And I'll be like, if I had a problem with you or I had a problem with something you did, then I would be like, yo, can can we like talk on the side or, you know, and just like, and then in that way, I feel like I'm trying to figure out a way I can say it. So it's like, I'm, I, I just want to look out for you. You know, I'm trying to, <laughs> trying to be your friend in this way. But, um, <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's how i kind of approach it right now and i don't know i think i think i'm still building that courage up to 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 be honest in front of everybody at one time but you know i right now everything for me is like i gotta approach things on on a one-on-one basis you know it's not uh yeah for some for some reason i don't like it i don't like when when you're giving praise to people all at one time or even putting people down at one time i think it's like if i'm gonna give you praise i'm gonna do it to the side if i'm gonna criticize you i'm gonna do it to the side you know it's like that's just that's just me that's how i approach it but can i ask you something about something you just said though i'm just curious absolutely no no go go for it go for it (laughs) you said if you had a coworker that you didn't like you would pull them to the side and say i'm looking out for you i'm trying to you know like i want to (laughs) <laughs> yeah 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 no okay, go okay so yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay for me like if this was a me and you situation and and you didn't like something i did or you didn't like me and you say you're looking out for me this is this is the part where i get confused about people in life because i take it literally right yeah yeah so yeah. say you truly didn't like me but that's your way of trying to ease the blow and say i'm just looking out for you you know like i would take it serious and assume like oh i hated this guy but oh he's actually looking out for me so now i like him and i feel like seeing it like that trying to i came up with a saying i think it i would prefer a person to be honest than kind i I have to really think about that but i feel like people find ways to be kind but it's still a lie and it's confusing because i would really like obviously brutal honesty hurts but i feel like the world is being too coddled in harsh realities and then how can i explain this like i feel like the people are being coddled and that's why people can't deal with truths and reality the way that it should be dealt with and then when hardships come you have people that want to commit suicide or can't deal or go to drugs because things like this is just like why is honesty so bad just say like for example i had a situation at a job before where a person all they did was gossip and tell other people's business right oh, i hate that I hate yeah that yeah person. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I hate, I hate that shit too. And, I, and i can't and i can't pretend and i can't i'm not subtle about it so i always look forward to my job i have no reason to talk to this person right and so and when I hear them talk about somebody, I walk away because I don't want to know nobody else's business. I don't want to see somebody through somebody else's eyes. And then this person came up to me, tried to have a conversation and I'm getting irritated. And I said, listen, 
if it's not work related and somebody didn't send you to talk to me directly, then I prefer you not to interact with me at all because we're not compatible. Our personalities is not compatible. And I got written up for that, for being aggressive. And to this day, I don't understand that approach because it is the truth. And I know that if I engage this person, it might be worse because I also have anger issues and I would say something publicly in front of everybody and hurt this person's feeling. So for me, I felt like the, the respectful thing to do was to say, we're not compatible, please don't talk to me unless it's work related and somebody sent you to talk to me. But because even if it's work related, if you don't have to talk to me directly, go talk to somebody else. Like don't, I prefer you not to interact with me, but I don't, that's aggressive, I guess. I don't, but I don't get that. <laughs> I got you, I got you. And uh, I would say looking at, <laughs> Looking out for you is probably a poor choice of words on, on my end. Um, I, I got to think about how I would say that. But getting written up for that, I totally disagree with. Like, I don't know why that became an issue to get a write-up about. Um, like, you know, I don't want to assume anything about the the leadership you had at in that position. But, you know, that's one of those things I think is a moment where, like, I mean, I would probably have addressed it with the person, like, I don't know. I don't know. Because I'm in, I feel you on, on that part where if someone was gossiping, I'm the same kind of person to avoid it, not be around that person and kind of like do everything I can not to hear anything that they say because it's all like just negativity sometimes, bringing people down. Yeah. Stuff. So, yeah. 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 It, if I, I'm trying to think if, uh, if I ever addressed that with someone. Well, I had one person ask me, if uh you know in a similar sense like you know they, they were pretty honest or they can be seen as rough around the edges kind of person um and i think she asked me one time like am i a difficult person and honestly and i told her the way i would and i told her like you know everybody's not for everybody um that doesn't mean that like just because some people see you as difficult doesn't mean everybody does like i i didn't and that's how i kind of like related to her it was like you know um but that was in her head and um yeah and she wasn't the kind of person to be all negative it was just somebody who i thought was a uh you know an honest person you know if someone something was a stupid idea she'd be like yo that's stupid <laughs> uh and then for yeah. me for me i'd be like oh maybe we could find a different way to go about it <laughs> So yeah. I like that though. I like that too though. Yeah, yeah. That so, was that was a cool way to to say it. I, I need to practice those type of things. Like, oh, let's try a new way. Not that was a stupid idea. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> And you got to find like the comfortability level on your team too, right? Like if you have people that you feel like understand you, then you could be more yourself and you could just be like, yo, that's stupid. Instead of having to like watch for people's feelings and whatnot, you know? Um, so yeah, I think that's a like all this stuff and why I think, you know, every person's so unique and like experiences are different is because of, of that, you know? It's, it's like, well, that situation could be viewed totally different from with other people uh, and for yourself as well. So yeah, any any yeah. other questions about that particular situation? Uh, no, yeah. no. For sure, for sure. Well, for asking that. yeah, yeah. Um, well, we made it to, to the main interview portion. Um, would you like <laughs> would you like to choose your numbers or would you like to turn to the wheel of fate the wheel of fate wheel of fate here we go all right dangerous <laughs> give it a spin <laughs> and just as a reminder uh, there are three levels easy medium and hard so wherever you'd like to flow with 
Um, you got number 28 as your first number. Okay. Okay. I don't care about easy, medium, and large. I'll let you choose. Oh, man. That's, that puts the pressure on me. But uh, I like to... I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna start easy. I'm gonna start easy, and we'll go easy, medium, hard, and hard, me medium, easy. Like if we get to that many numbers. But um, okay. Number twenty-eight, easy is what is your big idea? You know, like what what would you create to improve society and the world? <laughs> <sighs> what is my big idea? See, I told you some of these I didn't. This is my big idea. I think I always think in the butter. I don't even know. I, I don't have pinpointed ideas unless it's that's that's not a pinpointed question. Um, give me an example of of exactly like what you mean. Like, I'm, what is my big idea? I'm glad you asked because I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, so I I, I like <laughs> I have crazy you know big ambitions, big dreams, and all these things. So for the last one I thought about right is what if everybody in the world agreed to take friday or monday off you know like fuck it none of us are gonna go in right and like oh yay and it's just like yeah you know the, our bosses 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 they're like well fuck it fuck that like we all don't show up you know we'll all stay home we'll all do yeah. something for ourselves so yeah that, for me that's my big idea as far as like you know i'm I want to push that like and I think it's going to start with uh you know schools and colleges and the youth you know if like all students were like fuck coming in on Monday or fuck coming on on Friday or whatever and like it's just this wave of like wait a second no one can stop us from not if everybody agreed no one can stop us to do this <laughs> so yeah yeah that, that's kind of I thought, I thought of that <laughs> yeah, yeah I've actually thought of that so I'm gonna yes I agree with that and another idea because when you said that it was like oh this is what you mean I have these ideas I've thought about this because don't they do this in Europe don't they have more days off than the days that they work because I always hear people from the UK talk about how much Americans work and work hard I'm like is it really working hard because I think it's kind of stupid I mean if you really analyze it it's it's pretty much still slavery and they convinced us to believe that we're actually doing something with ourselves so but no i agree with you that monday and friday off and i have another big idea i thought about this go for it let it's me know kind of on a it's on a racial end though okay okay what if everybody had the same starting point no poverty right so when they always talking about inequality and and, and white people being oppressive to every other race <laughs> pretty much every other race what if we all just had the same starting point everybody had a house everybody had a car everybody get the same wage and we had the same starting point in life right mm -hmm. and then you, you your life and your beginnings and you decide what to do with yourself in your life and then you'll be responsible for you right you think that's a crazy idea i think i think that would be a great idea and i'm just like as you were saying it you know i was just thinking about like how how could we pull that off you know um but the fucked up thing is like i don't know why people care so much about getting more money than they need you know like yeah. I, I don't understand yeah. that at all <laughs> it's like what are you gonna do with a billion dollars that is like like why like God. so in that sense you know i don't know like how do we how are we going to be able to like take the wealth or like 
we're giving that value to those people, right? Like, oh, you have a billion dollars. But, you know, if someone's out there creating homes that, you know, like, you know, I'm going to give it to somebody who doesn't have a home. You know, like, that doesn't really need money. That's just somebody out there building and, like, offering that place to, to a person in need. Man, I, I'm, not, I'm thinking about a lot of things right now. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I think, like, one of the things I always think about when I hear presidents like Biden and people talk about what they're trying to do for the black community because I have so many opinions about this. It's just like, it's really no trying. It is just, it, you do. It is, right? So it's just like, fuck all of these handouts, right? Give us the same starting point. You, you know that you took so much away from us and our starting point is not the same. We can't even go into the bank, even with good credit, once they, if your name is Bonquisha or whatever, like everybody has from the top to the bottom let's start over and erase everything debt poverty everything and give everybody the same wages everybody has a house everybody literally has the same starting point and just re refresh and and then start life that way so now we're not worrying about if a president is giving oh we're taking taxes from the rich and giving it to the poor like how about we stop doing that right and let's create a, a balance where everybody's on the same playing field right that was that's just my idea no no i got you i got you and you know uh you know just playing i'm i'm not usually the person who does this i don't play devil's advocate i usually have people shutting down my ideas all the time but i think it's good to, to kind of like get to see the other side of it right uh i feel like you're gonna have a lot of angry rich people you know it's like wait a second we're, we're all starting over like <laughs> You know, yeah, but look how, but look at the things I don't, and I feel no way about it. I feel no way they can cry, cry me a river, and see what it feels like to be us because their riches is not really real. They you, they stepped on everybody's back. They took everything from everybody to get it. So fuck them and their riches. I feel no way about it. I got you. And it and it'll teach it'll teach them something. Like a lot of these people are so like so above it all that I don't even think their reality is a reality. It's not even real. So they'll cry about it oh take my riches and i'm just like is it yours because you you actually really didn't earn this okay you had a your starting point <laughs> was way above the rest of ours okay your family your ancestors took slaves and and did all types of fucked up shit to people for you to be where you're at right so that's not your riches to begin with okay so let's let's clear that out get over it and so yeah i mean they'll be mad but the majority won't be mad because the majority is me the majority is you the majority is a minority so majority is minority i like that um yeah i mean it, you know, I, I even go way way back like who was the motherfucker that thought they were better than everybody else you know like <laughs> yeah that's one of the that's one of the quotes kind of it's not those exact words but that's one of the quotes in my book like who the fuck started this shit like that's who i want to get to i want to get to him and his family like who sat down they're brilliant i'll give them that they are fucking genius but my goodness who sat and thought of this like now how can we rise above it all and step on every like this one person or a group of people and they're still behind the scenes their family they probably got a whole big book of things to follow for their family to continue to wealth and continue to just step on our backs and climb and keep going like who did this that is the question they're probably quiet as fuck too because they know you mm -hmm. know they're, they're like of course that's, that's not they're geniuses yeah yeah well, they got a whole I, bunch of figureheads in front of it all to make it look like these are the people that we all should hate when they're also puppets yeah, yeah. What, what do you think about the uh like 
the, the three generations of wealth. I don't know if you ever heard of this one, but it's like you have the first generation that grew up poor, right? So then, you know, they're working hard, they're working hard. And then the second generation, you know, they see that first generation like, you know, oh, damn, they're struggling. But my folks got me to this place where I, I can at least be better than how they were. And then I'm going to do the same for my kid. So then those folks work really hard and get to that next level of, let's say, you know, millions or billions if they're that great um and then that third generation kind of gets spoiled so then you know they live their lives thinking everything's gravy and but they're the ones who fuck it up for their family because you know they think that's how it always is and then it kind of reverts back to, to that first generation yeah. where they grow up poor and so you think that's uh, yeah yeah like do you think that's real or is that something that's you oh. know just made up uh, yeah go ahead no, the reason why I think it's real is because this is where, okay, so my mom was born in the 50s and, you know, she still, I think I have to check with her. So this could be wrong, but I, but I thought I remember her saying they still had the, the black and white um, water fountains and stuff. And just listening to her talk and her mentality and where she's at in life, I realized that she, oh, I got to choose my words wisely when I talk about my mom. I realized that, um, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm not good with beating around the bush. It's kind of like still some some slave mentality um, and struggles and even things that they've learned in school. And, and it kind of hurts when first when I was young and I'm just like, why can't she help me with my homework? Or, but she, hmm. she wasn't privileged in that way. And we and I and I. <laughs> Listen, I got 13 siblings, but with my mom, kids, it's just mine. And I grew up pretty fucking poor from Camden, New Jersey. And so my mom, I guess, would be the, the first generation. I would consider myself the second generation because then I left home when I, I left home at 18, moved to California, went to school for fashion design, dropped out, but I met DMX and a couple of other celebrities. And, and I was just free spirited person that didn't wasn't afraid of anything and i'm just like i'm gonna follow my dreams by all means necessary i don't give a fuck i'm like i refuse in my adult life to choose what i went through when i was younger because when i'm younger i have no choice somebody else is in control i'm not gonna choose that for my adult life and i'm do whatever i'm gonna figure whatever the fuck i have to i'm gonna read books i'm just gonna learn now i have my son he's 14 years old i moved to washington state and being here, I lived in like, what, like 10 to 13 different states. And I realized Washington is kind of a rich state, how they have everything set up. Like our library has a recording studio in it for free, which is easy for an artist, like a recording studio. And it is legit. Okay. Like the things that's available to my son from choosing this envir environment for him. I think he's going to be the third generation. He's going to graduate high school with an associate's degree. His starting wage is going to probably be more than I've ever had. And you know what I'm saying? And so, but the, the difference is I kind of have faith that he's not going to fuck it up because his starting point, he had the beginning from what my mom went through, the middle, and he's going to be the, the the higher because in his childhood, I was still just that girl from the hood living in the Bronx, being in shelters. And we've been in and out of so many different shelters. Even to this day, if I got like a hundred or $200 for a pair of sneakers, my son is thinking like, is it necessary to buy a pair of sneakers that's $130? Like, fuck a name brand. If I like it and it's comfortable and it does the job, nobody needs that. And so I really think that he's gonna be successful, but he understands the value of a dollar and he understands the struggle because he 
started with each of those levels started off struggling really hard and we didn't have food to being where we at in the middle right now and i think he's gonna value each side and when he makes money and reach a higher point i think he because he he's also somebody that says when he was younger that he he values family so he wants to have children and he wants to, to marry and give back to the community so in his situation i don't know how this for anybody else i think he'll be okay for the third generation wealth because he understands each level because of the type of person that i am and i have these same conversations that me and you're having since he was a kid so yeah but i do believe that the, the what is it called the third generation thing is not fake it is a real thing i got you i got you i don't know how i feel about it being in a white community and it's probably harsh to say but uh, for minorities i believe that it truly is a real thing oh for sure for sure and uh you know i mean i, I just want to give you your props for for raising the son, your son the way you did i think it's a testament to to, to your motherhood for him uh, that he has this this viewpoint um and yeah i mean my, I just want to send the vibes that he can continue it on for for his kids and you know and so on, because um, I think that's going to be the hardest part, right? Like you've done what you could in your part for for your son, but like it's really hard to like say what's how you know your great great grandkids are going to kind of like you know see things and perceive, especially if you know your son takes it to the next level and his kids take it to the next level. Um, yeah, yeah, it's that's that's the scary part for me is that like. You know, I can raise my kid not to be an asshole, but I, I, I can't say if my my great great grandkids are going to be assholes. Who knows? But yeah, so yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just yeah. want to. Oh, I was going to just let you know we have about 15 minutes left in the podcast. <gasps> and, uh, I'm so sorry. Oh no no no! I, I was giving you a heads up just so I could say thank you again for for stopping by, and uh, I hope you're having a good time because I think you know on my end it's been a great conversation. So thank you again. Yeah. I think we got. I am. Thank you. I think we got one time for one more spin. We'll see. We'll see how this uh this conversation. I'm trying to make the answer shorter. I'm sorry. Oh no no no! Sometimes I get stuck with the warm up with my guests, so you know don't even worry. Like, <laughs> uh, and uh, okay. yeah, there's no there's no like hard set points or anything. But um, I think you saw the number was one, and you still want okay. me to choose? Yeah, it's medium, right? Uh, now it's medium. Yeah. And uh, this one is, what impression do you want people to have of you? Um, yeah, I don't. I'm always in my head too. I don't think I care. Um, I don't think I want any. Uh, they're free to, you know. Like I don't. I don't think it matters to me their impression. I, I think that could be a lie in some ways. It's complicated. I think sometimes, sometimes I want, because some people think that I'm aggressive and I'm harsh. I am very impatient. Um, sometimes I want people to see the gentle in me or see that. Um, I think that I, I think everybody are actual people. Oh, this is horrible. I hate this. Um, fine, but I think that I am, I am truly living as a person that's just a person. Like, I'm not going to pretend to have it figured out. And I think it's impossible. And it's actually creepy when people say that they do have it figured out. Because I'm just like, this world is insane. And if you are com completely happy and have it completely figured out, I need to come stay with you and just w watch you. Can I just watch you live so I can see what you figured out? Because I just want to know what kind of figure out you figured out. But I think for me that... 
I am a true example of just a human being living in a world that don't know what the fuck they're doing and why they're here <laughs> and I can't hide it so um I don't even know what to say about the impression that I want to make because a part of me is just like I don't give a fuck I don't know do whatever whatever I don't know who cares but then there's just this other part that's just like I guess just see me as a human whatever that means but then I can't I don't want to say whatever that means because people idea of humans or shit, which is, is a weird thing but it's different but it, I am a super flawed human being <laughs> so I, I guess that's the answer just I don't know. No, for sure. No, I got you. I got you. And I mean, even as a super flawed human being, you're doing all these incredible things, right? Like, you know, you're in you're in music, you're authoring books, you're publishing stuff, uh, and you're raising it a son. So like I think that's that's I think in the very beginning of our conversation, uh, I was saying, you know, you and this is me, I guess, being the next guy, but I feel like you're discredit <laughs> you're discrediting yourself a little bit. Which you know is you know, can go either way good or bad right like it keeps you humble keeps you hungry keeps you you know keep you motivated um but it also kind of like and I, that's why i liked how you kind of introduced yourself when i asked you what do you want the audience to know about you you, you gave those positive things you know because i'm happy to at least know that you recognize that for yourself you know and not everybody could say what, what you were able to say so yeah thank you yeah, those are just my thoughts so uh, we just met but i just want to let you know that I, I think there's a lot more in you that i think you know i think you do see it but it, it's just more so like how often or how how much in that time that you're able to embrace it and then going back to the other side uh and yeah from because i feel like i feel the same way and i don't think you're you're alone in that sense um and the more conversations I've had with people like this, I think people kind of feel that, feel that insecurity, but also that like that hope. I don't know. It's, it's weird. And I don't think I've found the right words to express it the best way possible. But um, yeah, I just want to let you know you're not alone. You know, uh, thank, um, thank you. I just want to say something about that. I think the insecurity, though, comes from being like people based because my values and the things that I consider to be successful is is not the same. So saying like I discredit myself, that's just based on like, I guess your perception of what success is like, oh, like, okay, to say like, oh, yes, I have an award. These things are great and they make me feel good too. But deep down to the core, my idea of success and the things that I value is not those things. These are just material and um oh what is the word that i'm looking for these are materialistic and um uh, superficial things that, uh. yeah superficial things that's that i've learned to appreciate and but i don't want to discredit it it's like i have put in work and i am grateful for the things that i've i've accomplished i really am but i think for me as a as a soulful person to feel credited or to feel like somebody that's like or you're not really giving yourself the credit is to be a person that is content and aware and balanced and stable only in myself not with influences of nobody else or any ideas from the outside world i don't know if that's something that i can actually accomplish but to me if we came on the show and i still accept my flaws and know that I was um, I don't know um, 
just a regular human being living in this world, but found some type of peace and balance in it, because I'm all over the place. I'm chaotic as fuck. If I found some type of peace and, and some type of understanding of it for the best of my knowledge as a human being, I feel like that would be where I'm just like, this is my greatest accomplishment. This is, and I wouldn't be discrediting myself because I reached some type of peace for me, not for no religion, any type of spirituality or following or not for being black or, or a feminist or none of those things. Like just for me entirely, that thing will make me feel accomplished, you know? Oh, yeah, no, I, I, I totally... Feel. Is that difficult? Like, understand what I was saying? No, no, no. I, the reason why uh, I'm kind of like thinking about what I'm going to say is this is by no means trying to say like I, I figured it out. But I think for me personally, that balance you speak of is something that I've been striving to get and striving, striving to keep. And right now in this point of my life, that's where I kind of am. And, you know, things can happen in life that fuck up my balance but at the moment you know i i I got time for family i got time for my partner i got time for this podcast i got time for work and i feel like those four things and my friends actually my homies so those five things are part of my life and you know like it's it's great for me to feel like you know as far as my family and my friends go they kind of know like okay this guy's trying to do something so he might not have all the time for us so but i'll make that time to you know for us to spend quality time and then for my partner also super understanding about you know what i'm trying to do so i definitely appreciate that too and the last two things is just the, my work and podcast because i'm broke as fuck so i gotta keep continue right. having a day job you know like i got a day job and i'm trying to pursue my dreams um but my 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 thing about it is that like so i'm doing those things feel like i'm at balance and this like you know we we kind of talked about it going back and forth like this right here is what i feel like my life is all about this is these conversations you know trying to trying to record them you know through video or through audio just for the future like all the all that shit kind of like is melding together and it's almost scary for me because you know if it ever gets to that point of losing it you know that that's gonna really like fuck me up a little bit (laughs) so you know i'm trying to do my best to keep everything together keep everything flowing knowing that i have to brace myself because shit shit can get fucked up real quick um yeah but yeah yeah i I know the balance you're seeking um and you know i don't know your life i don't know you know what you got going on but i think going through this pandemic going through quarantine is what kind of got me to to like refocus and figure out shit for myself uh but yeah yeah i mean it's going to be hard, but if there's stuff you can cut out of your life that can give you more time to find that balance, like that's what I had to do pretty much. Um, that's that's the only thing I can say about it. I don't like giving advice because, you know, I feel like it's it's very personal, you know, <laughs> how people go about their no. shit. In it, so, but yeah. No, I think I think you're, you're right. That's, that's finding the right people and cutting things out of your life. I really, I have a... a my attention span is like a freaking baby and it's easy for me to lose focus and I let all the riffraff and all types of people in and out my life and it's hard because I am also a very lonely person because I feel like I think so different so it's easy for me to get attached to people and then detach from people so yeah, I have to I pretty much have to do what you do and just find my my circle like my group of people and I haven't found that yet so I think once I get just a group of people that I trust and feel comfortable around this probably won't even be as hard you know 
yeah yeah and uh you know i, I truly believe you, you got those people out there and uh, it might take some time and i mean that's the thing about people so, so can, they can be unpredictable like when, even when you think you found the right folks to be surround yourself that can get fucked up too but and devastating <laughs> yeah. for me it'd be, it's so devastating every time i open up and get somebody that i think and they turn out to be garbage i'm just like and it just makes me isolate and didn't continue to just i don't know but yeah you're totally right one yeah sometimes you can find people and you assume that they are good for you and then it's, it's just definitely a process it is oh it sorry is. about the oh. beeping in the back <laughs> oh no, no no worries no worries um yeah I, I wish we could talk more about it but we got to get to the to the final yeah. stretch <laughs> Yeah, if, if you're open to continuing, you know, our conversation about other sh- other stuff, um, you know, there's part twos, or if you, you know, maybe not now, maybe in a couple months or whatever, doors always yeah. open. You know, I don't, I don't know if you, it's it appeals to you to come back would, on here and, <laughs> and talk some more, but absolutely, I would love to. Yeah, cool. cool. I'm glad. Uh, so let's we're getting to the end here. Uh, before we get to the closeout questions, I have this thing called the 34th mantra. Um, it's a fill in the blank. Um, there's three phrases, and I just like to like you to fill it in for yourself. It is I am, I can, I will. So I am blank, I can blank, I will blank. How would you fill that in for yourself? I am. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm feeling like I'm about to be judged. <laughs> I am whatever I want to be. This is for you. You are talking to yourself at this moment. So unless you're judging yourself, you don't have anything to worry about. Okay. Well, yeah, I am whatever I, I, I whatever I choose to be. Michelle. And what's the other? Uh, the second one is I can. I can do whatever I want to do. Last one is I will. I will do whatever I want to do. Michelle. Michelle. If you ever need a reminder, now you got this soundbite of yourself. You know, just just the affirmations, you know, from uh, yeah. from yourself on nine twenty nine two thousand twenty one. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. And then let's jump into the final stretch. Uh, my okay. next question for you is from my previous guest. So shout out to, to Jesse. Uh, his question for you is, what do you what do you want your legacy to be? Wow. <laughs> I know I'm sorry I'm sorry to like constrict uh, this into a time frame. I feel like you could we could be talking about this for a long time as well. <laughs> no, this one this one is a hard one actually. What's what about my legacy? Uh, I don't even know how to, um, I don't even know how to answer this. What do I want my legacy to be? Scarlet Jesus sure is somebody that lived entirely unrestricted and free and I don't know that the, the I don't know how let me how would you answer that? Just let me just get an idea of how you would answer that so I can get an idea of how yeah, how yeah, I yeah. would answer this. I got you, I got you. Um well for me I mean damn. Like <laughs> I, honestly, I I've been that person that just tries. So if if my like, you know, my great great grandkids just say like, yo, my great great grandfather, he was trying. He, he tried his, his best to like fucking do something um, bigger than himself and you know contribute to the world and I think that's what I want my legacy legacy to be because you know how some people say there's no try there's just do 
uh yeah I, i feel shitty because i feel like i'm just trying you know <laughs> i don't think i'm doing anything but yeah so i think i'm great yeah so i mean for, for me it's uh i want to be known as somebody who tried um and kept trying because this is like i've had a couple big failures in my life and this is the next project that i'm doing and uh but this is the only one that feels right for my soul and right. that's, that's and this is gonna be this is gonna be watch just not be a, i tried this is gonna be i did you're you're doing well i love this show and Thank i'm you. gonna put it on my website and <laughs> promote it too because this these kind of questions is i think is really important and i can't wait to see what anybody else has to say because then i might find my people here because this is this is where i live so you did i think it's gonna be you start off what i tried and then you did so you'll be just fine thank you um, thank you <laughs> i appreciate you're it welcome my my legacy is gonna be she lived boldly and as free as possible and fearless i think that's my legacy gotcha that's what sounds like she she was undeniable you know <laughs> yes yes that's it undeniable show yep show uh, my second question for you is what would you like to ask the next guest that comes on to 34 questions um, I have an idea of a question I just don't know the, the complete question is I want to know about their darkest self because I feel like we all have it <laughs> um, okay. um, I'm trying to formulate a question around that though I guess how dark is your darkest self? How would you describe the dark side of you? Ooh, I... <laughs> How dark are you? Yeah, that's a tough one. Even I answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, and that's pushing it a little bit. It, it's interesting because honestly, like, you know, I don't know who... I'd never have an idea of who's going to be up next. Like, even if I schedule someone, there's always rescheduling and stuff. So, yeah, this is, I'm curious who gets it uh, and how they perceive it, <laughs> you know, because they might yeah. be like, what do you mean by dark? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. Uh, do you agree that we all have a dark side? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know that, that that one, um, there's that one fable or like one saying, it was like, you know, uh, this, this grandfather was talking to this grandson and was like, you know, there's two wolves inside of you or whatever. Um, the good wolf and then the dark wolf or bad wolf. And then the son's like, well, like, how do I know which one I am? And it's like, it's the one that you feed. So I'm like, oh, shit. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. My new favorite quote. It was, it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I love so. that. Just, just something to, to, to chew on, you know. More, more ideas to come out of. You feel me? Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, and we made it to the last question. The question that ties everything together. Uh, you have your grandchildren, your great great grandchildren, watching this video or listening to this video. Uh, what would you like to tell them? That your nana lived a life that she chose for herself that's it that, <laughs> for sure that i chose i chose i chose my past my journeys i created my own um positions in life and i didn't let anything hold me down or hold me back sure i feel that 
any last things you'd like to add before we head out of here? No, but um, I will send you um, my links. And um, this was this was awesome. I appreciated this actually. I, I was really scared. I thought it was I didn't know what I was gonna say, <laughs> but it turned out to be not so bad. Yeah. I think, maybe. No, no, it was it was, it was amazing. Um, I want to thank you again for for stopping by, being super open, and uh, like I know you were kind of like worried about what you were gonna say, but I think you you got you got my vibe and was like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna say whatever I want, and I, I definitely appreciate that. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you, and I want to thank all the folks if you're listening or catching this on YouTube, you know, Apple, Spotify, wherever. I appreciate y'all too. Uh, remember to reach out reach forward as always much love and we'll catch you guys next time on 34 questions peace and um, peace. all right <laughs>